Hey, it's Andrew Morgan, host of the Nomcast, the Netflix original movie podcast. Each week we preview and review the biggest Netflix original movies with special guests from the film industry, the music industry, comedians, and of course our fellow critics and podcasters. The Nomcast is available on nomcastpod.com or wherever you get your podcasts, on the socials at nomcastpod, and is a part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Do you like beer? Do you like podcasts? Do you like beer podcasts? Then check out Cracking One Open, a podcast about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Every week we crack open a new craft beer from breweries around the country. And sometimes the world. We'll talk about how it was made, what's in it, the history of the brew, and the brewery. Then we'll give our tasting notes, and while we're finishing up, we'll talk about some of the latest goings-on in the world of pop culture. So check out Crackin' One Open with Mike and Elise, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. This is yet another DC Animated Podcast. Welcome to yet another episode of yet another DC Animated Podcast. My name is Shamar Griffith, codename Comic Shams. And I am Andrew Tejada, codename Arate. So, as y'all know, we're a whole podcast about DC stuff, DC comics, DC live action, DC animation. And just the other day, on October 16th, 2021, DC had their very special DC fandom event where they dropped everything DC-related, Things coming out for comics, for movies, for uh, animated stuff, all coming out within the next few couple of years. And I got to say, just wow, like it, it was just amazing to have a four hour experience of just learning about all this stuff. Andrew, what would you think? Um, I loved right away that they uh, tightened things up like last year was a great event. But there was definitely so much content and so much you kind of had to wade through last year. Mm hmm. But this year they streamlined it. They focused on big announcements and they were not afraid to throw out little tidbits in the middle that they knew wouldn't be the whole, they wouldn't warrant like a whole thing, but they were good to know. Like Flash is getting gold boots. Oh, hey now. (laughs) I need a pair of these. These are like, these are like now, like I'm calling them now the Air Flash, like (laughs) or something. These just look so cool honestly um you know hearing grant gustin who plays the flash on the cw series talk about his journey of trying to finalize this suit like this was apparently a, like the last thing he ever always wanted on them like this is it this puts the suit together for him so i'm kind of glad that he got his wish and honestly man these look so cool i wish they made a pair of them in real life all right give them some time they will they will <laughs> Uh, and it started off with uh, probably one of the biggest announcements of Black Adam. We got a first look. This is the DC anti-hero, I guess. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know what they're doing with him, but he seems anti-hero-ish. Yeah. So basically, if you love watching the movie Shazam, it's not the one with um, starring Shaquille O'Neal. It's Shazam, not Kazam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, this one is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He is taking on this character as a passion project of his. And um, I got to say, I kind of liked it. I kind of liked the feel of it. Uh, we got a first look of that. And that was pretty cool. of Just like him in the suit, him using his power set. Um, it was probably one of my favorite announcements that came out of DC fandom. Just to just hear some more about what's happening here. He reduced a man to dust oh, with gosh. one hand. Like this guy is a threat <laughs> i don't know <laughs> how anyone's gonna fight him and um i i did like seeing him in action i also liked all the characters that are going to show up in that movie we're getting hawkman oh we're yes. getting pierce brosnan as dr fate is Ooh. going to be incredible like i i cannot wait to see that on screen <laughs> yeah and there is just some surprising casting too like uh i think we just had some you know random superheroes and villains or anti-heroes pop up like adam smasher who i mainly know from the uh flash tv series but kind of cool to see just like a lot of the other people that got casted 
And, you know, we, we trust The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, we, he has our vote of confidence. The man can act, he can sing, he can dance. We just found out that he could rap in his latest song, Face Off, featured with Tech 9 and all. So it's just, I have faith in this film, um, as well as a lot of the other announcements that came out of it, which I, I think we could probably, I can't wait any longer. This is my favorite announcement of all concerning DC's Milestone Media. Oh, yeah, it's. You know, last week we talked about death of the family. Now it's going to be the death of the wallet because I know you're going to get. <laughs> you're going to have to get that milestone comic compendium they just announced. Oh yeah, I'm like currently saving for it right now. Like I'm, I'm going to be eating ramen for the next couple of months. Oh my god, it, it's like what was it, thirteen hundred pages of every milestone comic? Like, yep. Oh my gosh, and. It's a soft cover book. So, and they were measuring it out. This thing is like thicker than all of the science textbooks you're supposed to have in school from K through 12. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for it because to be honest, it is very hard to find a lot of these comics. If you don't have like the, the, um, the mobile app of DC universe infinite, like I, I've always come across a random static comic here and there, but this is like traveling across America. This is really the only way I've been able to find them. Mm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's great that they're making it so convenient. And they also reinforced what, you know, teased it again, live action static shock movie. Woo! Let's I know the script is written, but please give me, can I have a date? Can I have a release window? Can I have a cast? Give me <laughs> give me more. <laughs> Word, at least give us an idea of what this suit is gonna look like. Um, you know, low-key kind of don't want it to look like the old kind of static suit i would love for it to be kind of more of a a nod like it's appreciated um but i think just because of the fact that we grew up on static shock and seeing that more iconic like hooded jacket with the the static logo on it and him flying around on the trash can it just made things it's more relevant um you know like i would love for that old suit, suit to still be like kind of a nod in there but the we as the fans we want to see that iconic suit and that shirt changing from white to black at one point from season two to four. Oh god <laughs> <laughs> that it, it's it's gonna be so refreshing when that that finally like debuts and and they also announced you know a new animated movie too mm-hmm. where which is crazy when you think about it like has there ever been a milestone movie like I don't think so Nah, not even in just the Static Shock series itself. There, there's been you know extended episodes, like maybe a two-parter here and there, but for the most part, there's never been a dedicated amount of time. And this is going to be a crossover, as we heard. This is going to include all the heroes from the Milestone or Dakota Verse, including Static, Hardware, Icon, and Rocket. I'm not sure yet if they're going to include the Blood Syndicate. I know that they're trying to bring that back in the comics right now. So, but as of right now, I have a lot of faith in this film, especially because um, they announced that like, Brandon Thomas is working on it and he's doing some great work with, with um, the hardware, the hardware season one comic that's been dropping recently. So I, I think this is going to be a really great film. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see, see more, see more of these characters. We, don't get to see and um speaking of animated characters young justice season four i was like Whoa. we're gonna do a trailer but here's here's the other thing we also we're starting right now it's <laughs> it's happening <laughs> i'm very happy about the surprise i just watched the first two episodes of it and it's as just gotta say as a black man in america you should watch this show or just as a person in america you should watch this show even though it does not take place on earth what jeez see because young justice always has been on point with social commentary and yep their metaphors so i 100 percent believe whatever they're doing i have faith and I, I i'm excited to see it transition from young justice to injustice they gave us our first few minutes of the movie and yeah, see, going into this Injustice movie, I have to be honest, there's a lot of dark Superman media out right now, mm-hmm. you know, with the boys and Invincible. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, how how do you set this apart? And 
it seems like what injustice is doing is not being afraid to be absolutely brutal with these characters in in just a, a sinister way I've not seen DC characters before. We'll say I love this. I think it was a great little snippet to drop, especially because it when this story was first introduced, it was never actually included the scenes that we saw. This was just told through storytelling and uh, maybe like a flashback scene here and there, but never in this full form as is doing it now. I I love the art style, the animation of it. I think it's pretty cool to see that there's a bit more shadowing on a lot of these heroes. It kind of gives them more of a 3D effect, even though they are more line 2D drawings. Mm-hmm. Also, <clears throat> we just have the fact that like um, Justin Hartley, who has been a part of the DC family for for years now. Like he started out as the um, the Green Arrow on the Smallville. He's back voicing Superman this time around. Like talk about a promotion. Like he's went from Green Arrow to that unreleased Aquaman pilot TV show to <laughs> now being the voice of Superman. It's kind of awesome. And another glow up, uh, Anson Mount, who. No fault of his own, but he was in the terrible Inhuman show for Marvel as Black Bolt, (laughs) where he could not speak. Now he is allowed to speak as Batman. And I think he, from the snippet I heard, I thought he was doing a fantastic job. I think it's, he has a good grasp of the character Mm -hmm. and his voice is just perfect. Absolutely perfect for Batman. So I, I want him to get that superhero redemption after Inhumans. <laughs> Let's let that put that behind us finally. Yes, definitely. And continuing on with our animated films, um, you know, we've already been announced that Injustice is coming. It's going to be here in just a couple of days. Next coming up is going to be the Catwoman Hunted animated film starring Elizabeth Giles, Giles as Catwoman. Yes, Jade from Victorious. Yo. That's where you've seen her. <laughs> yes. That's why you were like, who is that? I know her. She is Jade. Oh my God. <laughs> I got this is such perfect casting. Like Jade is the catwoman that I never knew that I needed, but now I want after seeing this trailer. Oh my god. She can do it all. She can sing, she can brood. She has that perfect, sarcastic, dark. Uh, delivery for Catwoman and I gotta be honest this was one of my favorite things to come Mm -hmm. out of DC fandom this year I don't really know what I was expecting the Catwoman movie to be but it feels so funny it feels so like light and and hopeful and like she's bantering with Batwoman and she's (laughs) going around with like what did you sign up for this and Batwoman's like, uh, you have to think about it. It's a, it's like, I love, I love it. And I, you know, Catwoman is always like welded to Batman. It's like she has to exist in Batman. And there's some great stories that come from that. But it's nice to see her get a story by herself that isn't with Halle Berry and just <laughs> allowed to have fun and run free and just do cat things. I, I love to see it. Also, Andrew, we promised we would never bring up the Halle Berry Catwoman movie ever uh, again. Ah, damn it. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. To <laughs> that's, a, that's a dollar in the jar. Yeah. Uh, put it in the swear jar. <laughs> and Man, I love it too. It's just like, I cannot wait to watch this film. It just seems, again, like you were saying, just so much fun, especially because the animation style is very heavily adopting the Japanese anime style which I was not expecting to see in a movie about Catwoman at all. Like, I think leaning into this just kind of brings it a little closer to the fandom now. I know that right now, Japanese animation is very big. Star Wars Visions just did a seven-part series in which they reached out to seven different studios to just create their own stories. So, like, I I love seeing this, like, branching artwork of connecting all these different realms of animation and storytelling. It's so great. And I'm glad that Catwoman's kind of spearheading this work. Um, I'm just going to not mention about Batman Ninja because I prefer, I think that Catwoman Hunted is going to be what we need to bring that, make that bridge happen. Yeah. Batwoman Ninja where Buster Bluth was the Joker. It was a weird 
It was a weird time. <laughs> it's a weird time to be alive. Yeah. Um, so we got, we're going to be very covered on the movie front and also just as covered on the TV front because basically everything got renewed. <laughs> yeah. Woo, this, oh, man, this is so much content. Oh, yeah. You want more Pennyworth? You got it. And it, that sounds sarcastic and like I'm making fun of the show, but it it is very entertaining, actually. <laughs> I I um the big thing with Pennyworth for me was try I it was on Epics. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what Epics is, I don't blame you. I don't know what it is either. <laughs> and finding episodes on Epics and through my roommate's free trial that he could only get occasionally was a pain. And it was it I was out of touch with the show because I just couldn't find it. And now they're mm-hmm. finally going to put it on HBO Max. So I can actually, DC is seems to be moving to putting everything on either HBO Max or CW. Good. Yes. <laughs> I'm tired of going to 11 different networks to watch every <laughs> DC show. I want it simple. <laughs> yeah, I got to agree with that. And especially because, again, like I haven't watched any episode of Pennyworth um, when Krypton finally dropped oh on my the streaming God. service <laughs> yo i was so glad when it dropped on dc universe until dc universe kind of crapped out Endgate, which has sold everything over to hbo max like i'm i agree having two networks there where your shows are premiering that's what you need to do that's what needs to happen yeah just keep it simple you know i understand getting it all in one is hard but two is is great and so it's going to be easier to catch up on pennyworth uh, Doom Patrol and Titans are fully moving to HBO Max, which yep. <laughs> I think they acted like it was a surprise. We're like, we we know. <laughs> yeah, it was like your entire season three has been on HBO Max. We, we yeah. understand. We're also getting Naomi from Yes. I know nothing. Do you know any more about Naomi? Because <laughs> I, I know literally nothing except the title of the show. <laughs> yes, Naomi is a newcomer to the DC comic book world. Uh, her comic premiered uh, a good couple of years ago. It was around the same time that DC Rebirth dropped. They were really, once again, trying to change the the paradigm of just what kind of heroes are out there available in the world. Some heroes came back. Some new ones were created. And Naomi, this show coming to the CW very soon. Um, shout out to Ava DuVernay to just like basically spearheading this because she has a lot of productions that are coming out so very much looking forward to a lot of them and this one is about a girl who is just obsessed with the dc heroes she's kind of part-time reporter in high school just wants to know more about it but she feels this like connection to super heroics that she doesn't understand and this it was great because she's like she actually figures out a lot of this hero's identities in some of the comics. Like again, this is really I think only one part of the comic series has dropped, and in it she finds out more about her own lineage and why she has this connection to wanting to be a hero. It's a great read, especially because again, in comic book worlds, we need some more heroes of color. Um, I think DC's heavily leaning into that right now. Like a lot of these heroes are being reimagined or being created to be people of color. Like right now we have Batman being Jace, um, Jace Fox in the future in the future state comics. We have Naomi coming out right now. There's just, I'm very much looking forward to the other characters that DC wants to create. And they're also heavily, again, investing in DC milestone media, which is so great to finally see these people get in their time to shine, not just in the comic books, but in all forms of media. So I would say I'm very much looking forward to Naomi. Uh, definitely read the comic. I think, again, it's just such a fun read for people who want to look, have some more Black superheroes out there. Yeah, it, it. I definitely agree. The representation is so important. And yeah, it, it looks like it's going to be kind of in the vein of Superman and Lois very mm-hmm. different from the other Arrowverse shows. It it looks different. It feels different. And I hope we get more yeah. of, you know, more of that. Is the Arrowverse okay? I That is my question. Um, <laughs> I do know it can't, it's too early in the year to say renewals mm-hmm. for shows. But for me, it felt a lot like with Supergirl winding down and Legends of Tomorrow celebrating 100, 
it almost felt like we're winding down on this, a few of these shows. I don't know how you felt because we got Flash Arrow, not, not Arrow, uh, <laughs> Flash Legends, Stargirl, and Batwoman. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Possibly did, Naomi. You know, like, um, is yeah, Naomi. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be in the right universe. And Superman and Lois, I, I, I know it's its own thing at this right. point. Like, <laughs> it's part of the Arrowverse, but is it? Yeah. Is it really? Have you ever explained why his teenage sons are old, but <laughs> it's still the same time period as everything else? <laughs> yeah, I I kind of have very similar sentiments. Like um, after watching the the trailer for Batwoman, um, just as a reminder, season one focused in on the original Batwoman of Kate Kane adopting the 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 identity however by the end of season one the actress decided to step away due to um undisclosed reasons and then we shifted into a new version of batwoman played by javicia leslie who is doing great in the role and they've really kind of like adopted and created and expanded a bit more in the story however season three is looking like um they're still trying to settle so like I I think with Flash still being like the person kind of like leading the forefront and all this, you know, eight seasons is a long run. And I'm not saying that you need to end it, but it does seem like a lot of these stories, like the characters have reached the peak of their character development. They The only thing you can do now is just like introduce new stories and new characters to hopefully create new shows. But I think that because a lot of this shift is happening from a lot of the shows going on to HBO Max and expanding on this universe to the darker, more probably adult um, versions of all these DC heroes to hopefully create some more compelling storytelling versus the not campy, but more just like the age appropriate kind of styling of the CW shows. I think they're trying to figure out where they need to lean into mm-hmm. because like the CW opened the door. Like, well, now I'll always give them that. They opened the door for a lot of this stuff. Like, we wouldn't be invested in just, like, having Ezra Miller as the Flash now in his upcoming movie. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that, you know, we had a Flash TV show. So, Stephen Amell and Grant Gustin walk so that all of these other shows and things could run. Yeah, it's it's like, I I was a big fan of Arrow. And I, I know... I know what the rough spots were, mm-hmm. but I still I still followed it weekly. I remember right. tuning in to see, you know, what was Oliver up to. And I had never cared about Green Arrow before here. <laughs> I just thought he was like, oh, it's like Hawkeye, but green, you know, like right, I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know anything about him. And it really got me invested. And I think CW had captured this like great, this fresh feeling of, you you haven't seen this character in live action really delved into. Mm-hmm. And they did that with Flash and Green Arrow and, and all the legends so well. And now that the kind of the novelty of like this character, this a character we know is being reinterpreted is done. Now I feel like they're trying to figure out how to break out. And I, I think all the CW shows have this similar monster of the week format. Yeah that Superman and Lois shattered, you know, Superman and Lois went way up outside of that concept. And, and, uh, to some extent, I think, I feel like Naomi will also do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, star girl kind of, but still sort of monster of the week stuff. And I think, yeah, I think now they need to kind of either evolve or let the CW verse kind of wind down and, focus on individual shows again. I, I think either or is, is not a bad choice, but yet yeah, we don't want to get to a point where we're like the 20th season of a flash, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's up there with Dean and in the Winchesters, you know, yeah. like we don't, we don't want to see that happen to him. We want a graceful and good end for the flash and, and other shows like this. Yeah. But if they're down to do it to keep on going and able to really tell some great stories, then go right ahead. Like, I, we're not going to stop you. I mean, we don't have any superpowers to stop the Flash. So, you know, <laughs> do what you need to do. Uh, but speaking about other shows, um, we also got a quick look at, like, uh, a new animated series called My Adventures with Superman. 
coming out. Uh, we got a, we also got a chance to see some new scenes of the Aquaman, the King of Atlantis animated series that yeah. is dropping on on HBO Max right now. <laughs> yeah, that uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think it'll be nice to put on when I'm, uh, you know, in a, in a weird mood. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cause it doesn't seem to be canon. So no, just um, <laughs> the, the, the animated thing that I, I need to, maybe, you know, more about it, but what mm. is this webtoon comics, Grayson family adventures? <laughs> I keep seeing it pop up. I have, I'm no closer understanding what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I got to catch up on it, but I do like the concept. It is the, what's happening like basically within the homes of, the Wayne Manor. And it is the first time that we actually have the entire Wayne family come together and interact with each other in a series because uh, Batman, the animated series from back in the day, never had a Jason Todd. They, so like, this is the first time kind of where all these characters are coming into play. So it is just really just a fun kind of like everyday scenarios of the series. And it's very popular. It started out again as a webtoon. So now they're trying to shift it into more animated production, which I'm looking forward to because there are just so many great stories that you can tell with that. And just because, again, it is just like the everyday life of these characters. Like you don't need to always show the heroics that are happening. Sometimes I just want to know it's like, what is it like for Jason Todd when he goes out to try and buy some milk? Like, does he wear the full on <laughs> gear? Um, does he walk into the store and he's just like, does he drink skim milk or almond milk? Like, these are questions I need to know, man. Yeah. I, it, does he, is he into like w- a weird, like experimental goat milk? It seems like he would be. <laughs> I, I'm pasteurized. Like, <laughs> I, I think, I think that is, yeah, I think that's okay. So now I understand it's more. It's more a lax, a lax side of Batman because, right. but I'm also excited for the dark side of Batman because they hinted Batman, the animated series is going to be reinvigorated, coming back in a different form. That's going to be darker. It's going to be going to do things they couldn't do on the show. And they did some crazy things on the show. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, I am thrilled at the idea of getting more Batman, the animated series in a more mature light. Yeah, this time around, this is going to be called Batman Cape Crusader. He's adopting more of his, uh, the, the, his cowl ears are going to resemble very much like what, how you look like when the comic first dropped of his. <laughs> so he's going to have these kind of like actual bat looking ears rather than the versus the two little like poke pikes on top of his head. <laughs> uh, this is coming from Matt Reeves alongside with JJ uh, Abrams, I believe, and also Bruce Tim. So they're all coming together to create this series. I'm I have mixed feelings about it because I do like the idea of being able to tell these kinds of stories, but I feel like some of these stories might have been hit already, or at least we just like didn't dive in as deep maybe as what they're planning on doing. Like Beware the Batman was a short animated CGI-ish kind of series that took Bruce Wayne into this more darker side. Like I don't know if maybe they're trying to do this darker side of Batman where it doesn't always contend with just like him facing off against the Joker and mm-hmm. all these other characters that just made him famous throughout the years. I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's just might be, he's actually going through more of the, the D listers in his roles gallery. I mean, I do have confidence that Matt Reeves will be able to create something out of here just because of we'll talk about it soon but the batman movie that's coming out and of course having bruce tim in your in in your on by your side and creating the stuff i have i have confidence that this will be a pretty decent show i just worry that because there's just been so much batman content out there that some of these stories might feel like they're just repeating mm-hmm. i mean well, you, you, what you said about D-listers made me think, like, if this series incorporates Tusk and, <laughs> and if Snakey Doyle is a villain, if if we finally get Tusk and Snakey Doyle teaming up, I mean... I will watch I, this 100%. I, I, I'm going to need five seasons in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I get you. Like, there's a lot of Batman stuff coming out, especially now. Mm. And, you know, you've got the fun, quirky robin family stuff uh that will 
feel different. But, you know, yeah, how does this feel different from all the other edgy Batman stuff is going to be the question. And, yeah, so we'll see that definitely come out. And then rounding out the TV news, Harley Quinn's coming back. I wish we had more to say about it, but there isn't much to go on. It's (laughs) Harley Quinn and Ivy are going to cause trouble. Bane's going to come back for revenge. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know from the the sketches. It looks fun. It looks like it's going to be another fun, fantastic season. I can't wait. I always love more Harley Quinn. (laughs) Um, I love the tagline, the eat, bang, kill. And also it looked like we were going to get like a quarter vowels episode in this. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Quarter Hour is going to be huge this year. It's in oh, yeah. video games. It's in in uh, media. It's yeah. I think also it's going to going to have a bit of reference in the the Batman movie is coming out with oh, um, th- Robert Pattinson. Like I would be shocked if Definitely. they don't include it. It's they, they've exploded since um, 2011. We we have our own episode on them just with the Batman versus Robin movie. So watch it now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, and then. Yeah, running out the TV news, Ava DuVernay. I know she had been previously attached to a New Gods project, but now she's doing DMZ, mm-hmm. which seems to be, from what I'm getting, it's a futuristic state. And Rosario mm-hmm. Dawson is going to lead some kind of rebellion. And look, Rosario Dawson in the lead of anything superhero adjacent is, I'm uh, yes. Just take my money. Just, uh, just here's Here's my bank account. Right, you can have it. Like, <laughs> like I, here's I, some Bitcoin. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I love Rosario. I think it's, I, I finally, I want her to be the lead and not just a romantic interest in a superhero. Mm-hmm. You no, know, um, I cannot wait for this. And Ava DuVernay, who is amazing, is right. So that was the TV news, gaming news real quick, too. We did mention about the Court of Vows. They're going to be in the Gotham Knights game that's coming out. i very much looking forward to this. It just reminds me so much. It gives me the same feel of the Batman Arkham series, which I own, like, every version of this thing. So very much looking forward to it because I think that it's just kind of cool that you get to play as different members of the Bat family. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to be doing some co-op play when this comes out. Oh yeah, we need to. Yeah, we definitely need. I need like we need a three person, four person team. Just go through Gotham. Just oh like, my god, we get. I could get it. I know a, at least one other person. <laughs> we can get it. <laughs> and that was oh other news on the game front. I forgot about this. Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Yes, um, I would. I knew Superman was going to be evil. And I, mm-hmm. I knew it was implied that the whole Justice League might be too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, seeing Flash taunt the heroes and be like, what do you think you were going to do? I love it. I love an I evil love Flash. Harley Quinn, King Shark, Captain Boomerang, and Deadshot mm-hmm. are going to go after the Justice League. That looks like they've been turned evil by Brainiac. That's my guess. Yeah, I was, I was hoping it was... It looks like it's Brainiac. I, I know that there are other aliens out there that... It could have been, but it just seemed the color scheme and everything was either Brainiac or um, different, completely different universes. Jatari, uh, it just seemed exactly. like that. Or like Starro got his ITT tech certificate <laughs> and now is like doing technological stuff. Yeah, so I, uh, I like, I want to see some gameplay with this, like some mm-hmm. real, like. Um, but I, I'm, I'm gonna go. I think I'll, I'll try this out too, and. It, it, there seem to be hints that there could be some other characters introduced. So I, I'm I'm down. I'm down to play both of these like really wild and different DC games. Yeah, especially just because from the the dialogue and the creative narrated direction that they went through, it, they're just already great stories. That even if you don't play the games, I'm probably gonna try to see if I could find the cutscenes all put together. And just watch this as a movie. Like it, it's just, a, it's such a great story that they're just creating. So definitely getting this game, definitely playing this game. I'm looking forward to just kind of like you know playing as King Shark. Actually, yes, King Shark as a shark. Let's go. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's video games. It's TV, and now moving on our uh, our movie our movie roundup. 
yeah. To, to do want to say quick one quick two quick things yeah. about comics. Um, Superman getting the new tagline. I think it's it reads oh, much yes. better. It's yes. so much better. Um, so it's truth. Superman is now fighting for a truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Which yes, I think this has been something that has been been in the works. I think probably for years. Like even in the Superman and Lois show, it got mentioned a little bit there was a joke over the fact that the american way was the original tagline and realizing that and it was addressed so well in that episode it's just like you know there are more than there's more than one country there's more than one culture that there's so much out there and i think a better tomorrow resonates so much more with what the man of tomorrow is all about yeah it 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 was high time it's it's Mm -hmm. hokey and i think you know that's what people but people dislike most about Superman. It's like his like over patriot, like the patriotic feel that he carries, and mm-hmm. that it's just tied to that. Even though he's an alien from a planet that exploded, he's not American, right. <laughs> very technically. So I think, and he fights for everybody. So I think it's a good, it's a much better and cleaner tagline. Yeah, and the other news on the comic book front. We've asked for this many, many times and finally glad to see it finally happen. Wonder Woman is not only going to be releasing an 80th anniversary, like kind of big book. She's going to have exercise book. But more importantly, Wonder Woman Trial of the Amazons is coming out. And we're going to finally see every single version of the Amazons that have been created throughout DC history. And I wish we're talking about Artemis, Nubia, Cassie Sandsmark is one the girl, and also Donna Troy is one the girl. Queen Hippolyta is going to be coming through, all fighting together with Wonder Woman. I cannot wait for this one. I'm very glad that we finally are going to be able to see more stories about her. And hopefully, if this is really great, I'm hoping that this can turn into a either live action or animated production. Because again, we need to see these other Amazons out there. Yes, yeah, more more Amazons because. Yeah, besides Catwoman, we didn't get too many female-led announcements of, of, like, stories. I know there were hints that, like, we might get a Green Lantern movie coming soon. Mm-hmm. That there's some kind of Batman two sun, Battle of the Super Sons, something like that, yeah, uh, yeah, was hinted. Yeah. So yeah, we got to look at little teases, but like, let's get the let's get the ladies in there. Let's let's get some Zatanna. Let's get some. Let's expand a little bit. Let's yeah, like, yeah. let's branch out a little bit to other the many many heroines of the DC universe. <laughs> yeah, that was the comic book stuff, and now finally we're here. We're gonna close it out with the um with the movies, the movies that were announced, the movies that are in production, and the new stuff that we got to see. Yes. So because it's board boarded movies TV, we saved it for here. Peacemaker. We got our first look at the Peacemaker trailer. <laughs> and automatically, Peacemaker's dad being T-1000, um, Robert Patrick, uh, who played the, the <laughs> T-1000 in Terminator 2. I mean, that's going to explain a lot about Peacemaker's upbringing in childhood. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and this is another trailer that it's just so ridiculous and fun. He's hanging out with an eagle that giving him a hug. We have a whole team behind him that oh, so doesn't sweet. know what to do. <laughs> and I guess he's working off his prison sentence. And we also have my favorite introduction of a character, Vigilante, who was taken so seriously on Arrow recently. And and I, I think he's popped mm-hmm. up in other media, but Arrow is where I remember Vigilante most. And it was such a serious grounded hero like gritty hero and now he's just this goofy guy <laughs> running around like hey peacemaker what's up like ah come on that's gonna be great <laughs> yeah i agree i think that this version of vigilante is definitely going to serve as the comedic relief throughout a lot of this show even though the show already seems like it's going to be full of comedy I am so looking forward to kind of like what they're thinking about doing. And the most surprising thing about this whole thing for me was that this show is dropping on January 13th. Like it's, it's going to be here like before you know it, like we don't have to wait another year. Like they've already got this thing 
done and in the bag, it seems like. They used all the advanced technology so you could see John Cena on camera. So don't disrespect them and, and miss out on this series. You know? <laughs> I, I, and I, we, we both saw Suicide Squad together and we loved it. We had such a great time. Mm-hmm. So to know that that humor and I know it's going to get crazy. <laughs> it's James Gunn. It's John Cena. It's going to get absolutely <laughs> nuts. And I can't wait to see how they do it. Yes. Yeah, man. I it's pro- it was probably my fav- one of my favorite announcements that came out and just like what's to come. Um, because most of the other stuff was relatively old-ish news, but we kind of got some more insight and first looks. Like one of my favorite running jokes throughout this thing was that um a lot of the people were like, we wanted to create a teaser trailer for you, but we didn't have enough footage, or we wanted to create a trailer or like drop some concept art, but we didn't have enough. So uh here's this thing. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> what happened here? And that specifically happened for the Flash movie, which Honestly, even though they said they didn't create a lot of stuff, there was a shit ton that got revealed in that. Yeah, I think that was a fake out. Like, I think, you know, before prior to The Flash, you had Aquaman 2 and Shazam 2. And legitimately, they didn't have any anything really done, like, post-production-wise. Mm-hmm. So it was all behind-the-scenes footage. But you could still put together some things, like, in terms of Aquaman 2, or Miss Free, apparently. Um, Black Man yeah. is back. Um, Randall Park is back. Very briefly, he's like seen cowering in some ice. And there was some <laughs> gorgeous concept art. Could we tell you what the story is going to be about? Absolutely not. They didn't give us enough to go on. But yeah, it looks no. like <laughs> it looks like it's going to be you know another crazy James Wan adventure. I, again, there's there's really nothing, <laughs> not much to say more about Aquaman two at this point. Shazam 2, though, Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren, Ooh, fresh off of Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for it. I think like, also it's just crazy that the uh, the kid that played Billy Batson just like is basically looking like he could be Shazam's stunt double now. <laughs> that was, yes. like, talk about a growth spurt. Like, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, these kids are growing fast. And yeah, I. I love seeing that they, they're going to keep the Shazam family concept mm-hmm. and have them all fighting. Because if Black Adam is showing up too, yeah, they're going to need all, all everybody in the Shazam family to come out. <laughs> Yo, facts. <laughs> so, yeah, not too much about story reveals, just characters and people we're going to see in those two movies. But, yeah, Flash. Flash was, even, even the like, minute of footage they gave us, Mm-hmm. Huge. We've covered Flashpoint extensively here, and if you don't, if you haven't heard that one yet, go to watch it. Um, it's but yes. So there's there's some mix of Flashpoint elements here that yeah. that I noticed. Um, first of all, he's Barry Allen is standing next to Barry Allen. I was trying to figure that out too because I was just like, that wouldn't make sense based off of Flashpoint rules. But does it make sense in terms of alternate reality rules? Like, where, how does this work out here? Because, uh, yeah, I just wasn't sure. <laughs> I guess we can assume, like, <laughs> to get really nerdy here, guys, uh, excuse us. In the Flash TV show, I do remember there was an episode where he went back into the past of mm-hmm. a space he already occupied. And was able to interact with himself in the past, Barry. Oh, okay. So, and he tried not to spill the beans that he was there, but his future self, his past self eventually found out. But, so there is a precedent for two Barry Allens interacting. They just have, so if, I guess if Barry goes back in time, but he doesn't go exactly back to the time he left, he could run into himself. Okay. So maybe that's what's happening, but I, I that's my best guess. See, this is why you don't mess with the space-time continuum. You, <laughs> now, you have us now questioning what is real, what's not, and we can't give y'all the answers because we're just as confused, but I would say that's probably the best, closest answer we got. <laughs> <laughs> two, two flashes. There was a mysterious woman 
in the background? Is that is that his daughter? Is that no? I think that was um, if I were, it looked like she was where that's Sasha Kaye, um, who was playing Supergirl. Oh, it's Iris. Oh, a Supergirl. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, I think that was her. Um, I'm I'm actually really looking forward to this. I'm really glad that they decided not to do the blondish hair that they usually do for Supergirl. I think this kind of looks really cool on her. And I'm looking forward to like what they're gonna do next. Like I, I do have to rewatch the trailer. I, I could be mistaken, but it does look like it is Sasha, um, who is playing Supergirl that is hanging out in the background, who is confirmed to be in this movie as well. Well, that makes more sense to what I was thinking. Oh. <laughs> so yep, Barry looks like Barry's running back to save his mom. And of course, that <laughs> disrupts the entire universe. Mm-hmm. And of course, one of the biggest moments of the trailer, Bat Keaton. Yes. We see the we see the ears. We know the ears. So it, Keaton's back as Batman, and mm. so I I my question. I know in promotional media it says he's playing an older version of Batman, mm. but is he really playing Thomas Wayne? And they're trying to mess with us. Uh, that's it's, my question. I feel like it has to be because I feel like by now we should have gotten an opportunity to hear that. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who played Thomas Wayne in the Batman versus Superman movie in that flashback. I feel like we would have heard by now if he was coming through again, especially because the Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Lauren Cohen ship of them playing Joker and Thomas Wayne Batman uh. was what we wanted. So like I'm I'm I kind of like it. If Michael Keaton is playing a Thomas Wayne Batman, I think it matches. Um I think that. His growth as an actor since then has definitely, we've definitely seen him lean a bit more into a more, not evil side, but more kind of um, gives no fucks kind of side. So I think that if he does play it, and if you're right, Andrew Kudos to man, because like that, that would be an awesome, awesome performance, honestly. Yeah, because the Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Maggie Cohen as Batman and Joker, uh, such a missed opportunity. Because even even when you see them interact on Walking Dead, spoilers, I'm sorry, they, they interact <laughs> on Walking Dead. That is like just a tease of what could be if she was the Joker and he it was flipped. Oh, damn it. But if Michael Keaton is Thomas Wayne, I'm not going to complain either. <laughs> <laughs> and going continuing on on the Batman front, we do have a couple more reveals that came through. Like we got a... Um, not necessarily a Batman Bat family member, but because of Batman Brave and the Bold, we got a concept art of um, Blue Beetle in his suit. Uh, I love the suit. It looks very much like it's a, you know, like he looks like he was about to go out and play ball. It looked kind of cool. Uh, yes. And I, I loved what I loved about that um, tease specifically <laughs> was that you have Spanish creators. Yes. And the Spanish team and uh, our young Cobra Kai star as Blue Beetle. This, again, long overdue representation important. You've heard us sing the whole the old song, but to see him, see him taking on that role, to see next to a Batwoman, Bat, mm-hmm. Batgirl or Batwoman show? Uh, we... We, it's going to be Batgirl, um, played by Leslie Leslie Grace, who recently just finished off um, the the movie the movie version of In the Heights. Um, I can't remember if it was a show or a movie. Okay, no, sorry, it is a show. It's a show. Yeah, so Leslie Grace is going to be playing Batgirl. We also got some really great concept art there. Was confirmed that Leslie Grace is currently actively training for this because she's going to be participating in her own fight scenes. And she's also going to be wearing the full cowl and have red, the red hair, the iconic style of that girl. So, yeah, it it's a more diverse universe than ever, mm-hmm. and it, it's just great to see that and to see that reflected outwards. Um, that the that the DC universe is starting to look like our universe a lot more. Yeah, it's so great. It's I'm very excited for it, and. Just wrapping it up all up right now. At the very end of it, we got. Did something happen at the end? I don't. I don't remember. Uh, did Did we get a trailer or something? <laughs> yeah, we got a big trailer. So something that's been talked about for weeks. Like people have been waiting for this, but we got a new trailer for 
the Batman. Yes, our very own Twilight star who's grown since then. Robert Pattinson is playing the Batman. He is donning the cowl. He's joining the many other versions of Batman that's been out there. And I got to say from this trailer, I'm really excited for it. I thought that this was going to be one of those one and done kind of things, but like, you know, like maybe like a Ben Affleck kind of style. But this one seems like this is kind of like the grittier Batman that a lot of us grew up on when it came to more of the Christian Bale Batman. It gave me that kind of feeling and sense. Yeah, there's a, a point in the trailer where Batman, you know, as he does, beats up a guy for selling the eighth on the corner. Mm-hmm. And Catwoman is visibly like, whoa, yo, chill, chill, bad, bad dude. So to see him like so unhinged, I don't I don't know if we've seen. I Batfleck did a little bit of this, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't know if we've seen hit something so raw before to see a batman that is so off the edge and like willing to die you know alfred's yeah. like if you keep doing this you're gonna die and he's like i don't doesn't matter if i die it's like whoa <laughs> whoa bruce bruce come on now hang on we want to see you in at least two movies so yeah i, I like to see him unhinge the the cinematography is there there's they're gorgeous. There's a shot where he's diving off a building and it's first person perspective. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. There's another shot where he's just walking through gunfire. Like it's <sighs> that was beautiful. Like it's nothing. Like Burn. it is nothing. Oh my god! It is looking really good. Um, just surface level and story wise. Again, they're keeping Riddler on the outskirts, and I I. I applaud this move. I think mm-hmm. less is more with him. Yeah. And I think increasing the mystery, pun intended, around <laughs> the Riddler is is gonna help, you know, not putting all the eggs in the basket, not putting him in a green costume, you know, little hints. And and speaking of little hints, I know we talked about this earlier, but Court Owls is definitely in this movie, right? <laughs> yeah, it feels like they're going with that story arc. Uh, it is something that I think that recently came out in more times than just the the mindset. And I think this is probably why they're leaning into it. It's just like Bruce Wayne finds out about this connection that his family probably had with the Court of Owls and how they're kind of like influencing everything in Gotham. It definitely has that sense. And this is why I feel like, again, why Batman just seems so unhinged in this is because as he finds out more and more of his, you know, long going connection to crime that he never knew existed. It makes sense that a man who's adopted this mentality of he needs to fight for justice and he needs to take out all crimes and then find out that he could be a pawn in this other crime front. It seems it seems like a perfect reason. And that's why I also agree the quarter bowels are in there. Like I'll be shocked if we go through this whole movie and there's not even a reference to them. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like the owl, it's their it's their time. Mm-hmm. And I I think I think it's too coincidental that we got another trailer from DC Fandom where the penguin was like, beware the quarter vowels. And again, we see a penguin against a Batman. And there's a mystery about another organization. So I think they're kind of hinting subtly that we're going to see Court of Owls on, yeah. on, in, a, in a movie. And that's going to be incredible. <laughs> like, I'm very excited for the Batman coming out in March of 2022. So very glad that we finally no longer delaying this film. Um, and that kind of rounded up DC fandom. It was a great experience. We got like a couple of more stuff that came out, some new comics, some stories. Um, DC Super Pets is coming out. Like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be top top tier film. This is gonna be the blockbuster winner here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be a best animated picture. Let's call it now. Um no. <laughs> yes, I, I think overall. DC fandom, vast improvement from last year. Mm-hmm. I think, again, the format was so great. There was a lot of like little little tidbits in between. They they knew how to make it flow. I think if I could make an R and D alteration, <laughs> I I think I would like to see 
just a little bit more uh, mm-hmm. from their live action shows. I think I would like to see some insights. And it was cool that they did. They paid homage to Supergirl and took the time. But right. I think I would like to see more conversations with casts, especially with Legends and and Flash. Flash has a huge cast. I yeah. would love to see, like, Grant Gustin, you're great. And I love that they used um, Candace oh, Patton. I, yeah, as a new <laughs> as Flash. That was, that was great. Killed that was there. inspired. But come on, I, I'd love to talk to you sue sue dibney mm-hmm. um wait so, not not dibney yet um, <laughs> i love to talk to sue i'd love to talk to cisco especially since he left love to talk to harrison wells of course yes yeah, it was me all along you know <laughs> come on so i think yeah just a little bit more tv exclusives i think would balance it out but honestly it's a minor gripe i'd give it i give it a nine out of ten uh, yeah. I I loved it was perfect length. Uh, where, where are you? What do you What do you give DC Fandom to the Revenge Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> I would give it definitely a eight or nine out of ten. It was again, it was just such a fun experience with a lot of great reveals. I think one of the most important things was that it doesn't feel like they're just leaning into just one thing in particular. Um, you know, a lot of the times when we get these like here are these announcements that we're having from this particular company. It's like, we're dropping a new product or we're, um, you know, here's a one new show that we're going to announce. This felt like we're going to hit you with movies. We're going to hit you with shows. We're going to hit you with books. We're going to hit you with um, games. Like all media was covered and just like, and it connected people throughout generations, throughout um, backgrounds. And one of the most important things too, was that like to change some of their old styling by which I mean the Superman line of truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. That was important. That is important. That is just so what we needed right now, because it is something that just echoes out through that. We're, they're not just a media company. They're just, they know that they have this influence. So I'm glad that um, this happened. I, Definitely agree with you. It's just like, we'll have to see him some more time with like the cast and other things. Cause sometimes it just felt like in a four hour uh, show, you know, like this would have been a great time just to, you know, like hear from more of not just like the main people who are on the show, but, you know, sometimes some of these supporting characters can provide some great behind the scenes content for us that doesn't necessarily have to reveal or spoil any secrets. You could just talk about their journey and how they felt while maybe recording this scene or writing this book or um, designing this concept. So it'd been great to just like hear more from them. Yeah. And (laughs) next, and also let Smallville actors, let Lex and Superman host this. They were so (laughs) funny. They were so (laughs) freaking funny. Let them host the whole thing, you know? (laughs) Yo, yes, because so I will definitely say those two, I think, leading the show agree. They, they're just so much fun. Uh, but that's it. That was a quick run through of DC Fandom, our feelings, our reactions. We, just like DC Fandom expanding now in their universe and just giving us so much more content to cover, we also have some more things coming down the pipeline. Next week, we promise you all that because Wonder Woman, you know, Wonder Woman Bloodlines, we just felt like we needed to talk about more about her character, we are going to be doing a Wonder Woman profile episode in which we discuss everything about her character, her origins, her stories, and and hopefully her future. Um, so, and the other thing that we're doing alongside the two starting this week, we're going to be doing a Wonder Woman fundraiser with Safe Horizon, where we are going to be raising funds to help women to feel more empowered, especially to escape domestic violence, because this, again, is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So we're asking that you go to our page and our social medias and head on over to our page landing page so you can donate $19.41 in honor of the year of Wonder Woman's creation so that we can, you know, really raise some money here and really embody the mission that Wonder Woman had for herself and wants to share with others. So we're going to join her on that journey and I hope that you join us too. Yes. Yes, it, I, I couldn't have said it any better. It's just, it's a good cause and it's a good heroine. So 
yeah, if you can contribute in any way or even spread the message to other people of what we're doing here and how we're trying to support and give back, that's good too. You know, so yeah. anything you can do to help, we would sincerely appreciate. All right. Until then, uh, take care of yourselves and always remember that DC is here for you. Yeah, no, the DC Anime podcast is here for you and all this DC stuff. And, you know, don't worry, we got some stuff coming down the pipeline, as we said, especially very soon, maybe a season two announcement. Oh, yes. And also do not commit any crimes in Robert Pattinson's Gotham. Oh, yeah, don't. Lose (laughs) all motor function. Your your bones will be cracked. Don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. And that hospital bill alone. (laughs) That's going to kill you. (laughs) 